Assalamu alaikum. Hajj is also a big reminder of the reality of death. And, you know, as pilgrims all over the world, they go for Hajj. And uh, people who watch, you know, um, Hajj on TV, even if you don't have the opportunity to go for Hajj, you know, you are reminded of the scene of the Day of Judgment, subhanAllah, with, especially on the Day of Arafah when everybody is just wearing the ihram and you see people like all over the, you know, Mount of Arafah just making dua, crying, and, you know, nobody's cared about anybody else. It's just between you and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. SubhanAllah, it's as if it's a re rehearsal for the Day of Judgment. And so, you know, Akhirah and you know, our belief in Akhirah and the reality of death this is you know, one of the fundamental uh, concepts of our deen and the one, of, one of the fundamental teachings of the Quran and one of the fundamental uh, teachings of the Prophet Muhammad And so this topic of death, topic of Akhirah, Day of Judgment, accountability, facing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala one day, you know, these are, to a lot of people, they may seem like uncomfortable topics or topics that they tend to, you know, feel... Uh, that shouldn't be discussed too much, you know. We should be discussing only things that are positive, things that have to deal with happiness and stuff. But at the same time, you know, we cannot hide the fact that we, death is a certainty. You know, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala calls it al-yaqeen also. Like the most certain thing is death. It's going to happen. Even the disbelievers, people who don't believe in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, they believe in death. Nobody can deny death. Uh, the only confusion is what's going to happen after death. And different religions have different theories on this. Some say you're going to live, uh, you know, that's it. There's no, there's no uh, continuity of life after you die. Some say you're going to be res reincarnated into something else. And so there's all sorts of, some say that, you know, everyone's going to go to paradise. But then, you know, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made it so clear. And, and Islam is a message that's so clear that, you know, life is a test. At the end of the day, life is a test. Those who pass will end up in Jannah, those who fail will end up in Jahannam. It's very, it's as simple as that, really. Um, and so, you know, Allah sent us prophets, He sent us guidance to see who will pass the test. And so, you know, by remembering death and remembering Akhirah, this keeps us in check. It keeps us, you know, in check with reality. We're not distracted. You know, one of the biggest tricks of shaitan is to distract us from the concept of death. When you don't have this element of fear of death and fear of the Day of Judgment, fear of accountability, then you're going to basically start worshipping yourself. That's really what happens. And, you know, if you want to think of what the modern shirk of our times is, what, are the, what is the modern way of worshipping other than Allah? It's really to worship yourself at the end of the day. When you make yourself your ilah, your God, right? You start making yourself God and then you start doing whatever you desire. I'll do whatever I want. It's my life. It's up to me. I can do whatever I want. You know, when you start living life this way, then you know that you start worshipping yourself. You've made yourself God besides Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And this is one of the biggest, uh, you know, uh, problems of our time, is that people have become gods of themselves. We have forgotten that there is a higher authority over us. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He is the master. We are accountable to Him. He wants us to submit to Him. And when we submit to Him and, you know, uh, live a life of, of servitude to him then we get ultimate happiness in this world and the next so that's basically how it is some people say you know what I don't want a higher authority over me I don't want someone to tell me what to do what not to do I'll do what I desire and so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala 
you know, has made it very clear that people who, who decide to live a life of worshipping themselves and, and just following their own desires, then they have nothing to do with Islam, right? Because Islam means submission, right? If you're not willing to submit, then, you know, you simply want to live a life of following your own desires. So death is a reality. The Day of Judgment is a reality. It's going to happen whether you like it or not, whether you feel comfortable about this topic or not. You know, it's not something that we can censor out of the Qur'an, right? It's, you can find it in every page, every surah, every prophet talked about it. But it was a very simple message, right? Get your act together, make uh, you know, the best of this world and the next. You follow guidance, Allah will give you happiness, success, and inner peace in this world and in the next. Very simple. You want to follow your desires, you want to come up with your own version of what the truth is, then you, know, you, you blame nobody but yourself. You're going you're gonna to end up suffering. You're going to end up uh, with uh, a lot of grief and you know, suffering and discomfort and, dis and disturbances. Why? Because you, you're trying to uh, you know, find the solution yourself. Whereas Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, out of His mercy, has given you everything. Uh, you know, he sent you a prophet. He's given you the divine book of the Quran. What more do you want? And you know, those people who are forgetful about death, one of the biggest reasons you're forgetful about death is your, your distance from the Qur'an. The more you distance yourself from the Qur'an, the more forgetful you become. And that is really what shaitan wants. Shaitan wants you not to remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He doesn't want you to remember death. And so, you know, we need to, you know, decide what our priorities are, really. Decide what your priorities are. are is your priority love of this dunya? and living in this dunya forever? Or do you have a higher focus, like a more higher priority in life, which is, you know what, I want to make the best of this world, do whatever I can in this world to please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, live a meaningful life, live a life of purpose, and so, so that I can enjoy in this world within the limits of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, have that inner peace which is priceless, uh, be a benefit to humanity, and at the same time, earn my place in Jannah. That's really the, the Sirat al-Mustaqeem, the path of success, the, the straight path. That all the prophets called to, all the Sahaba, you know, lived on that. And, and that is the path of real success. Right? The other choice you make is, you know what, I don't want to talk about those serious things. I just want to live a life of, you know, uh, partying, a life of uh, entertainment, a life of just eating, drinking, sleeping. Um, you know, I want to follow my desires. You only live once, so you might as well make the best of it. And I don't want to talk about these serious topics of Islam and Akhirah and death. So you decide which choice you want to, you know, uh, make. Because at the end of the day, Allah has given us freedom of choice. That's one of the other gifts of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the freedom of choice, the freedom to choose. Whether you want to be, you know, serious about life or you want to, uh, you know, just basically party in life. And you think that life is just... You know, uh, you know, a place to just waste time and entertain. I'm not saying entertainment is haram. I'm not saying any of this. What I'm saying is set your priorities right. What's your focus? Right? Is it dunya or is it akhirah? Because Allah basically tells us in the Quran that those who focus on akhirah will get it, right? Those who want dunya will get it also. So you decide what you want to get. Really, it's that simple. So, you know, hajj again, you're wearing your ihram. That's really what you're going to be wearing. Uh, when you die, right? You're not going to take anything with you, not your car, not your properties, your bank account. Everything is going to go away. Your relationships, right? Your certificates, your degrees, everything, your knowledge, all of that will be 
of not of no use. The only thing that will you can take with your in, inside your grave with you is your amal salah, your good deeds, right? The, your heart, all the things that you did in this world to earn Allah's pleasure. That's the only thing that's going to go with you in the grave. Nothing else will go with you in the grave. Subhanallah. And so, you know, that the, the ihram, that white color, reminds us of this kafan that every single one of us is going to be wearing one day, right? And we're going to be buried in our graves and everyone's going to leave us alone. You're going to be left alone. And on the Day of Judgment, you're going to be alone. You're not going to be there with your buddies. You know, no one's going to be of benefit to you. The, pe the people who you fo follow blindly, they're not going to be with you there. Your families, you know, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, On that day, you're going to be running away from your brother. وَأُمِّهِ وَأَبِيهِ And your parents وَصَاحِبَتِهِ And your wife Allah, Allah didn't call it your wife He's called it your companion basically That your really close wife The wife that you love The wife that you're always with you Right? وَصَاحِبَتِهِ وَبَنِيهِ And your children You're going to be running away from all of these people لِكُلِّ مْرِئِمْ مِنْهُمْ يَوْمَ إِذْنْ شَئْنُ يُغِيهِ Every single one on that day Will be concerned about themselves Subhanallah, you know, we will not be concerned about others. The mother is going to drop her child and everybody is just going to be concerned about themselves and, and the, this test. That is what's going to count, right? Even when you're buried in the grave, what is the first thing that happens to you after everyone leaves you? You are questioned three things. You know, the angels come to you and they ask you, you know, man rabbuk, who was your master? Was it, did you, did you, Enslave yourself to your own desires or did you enslave yourself to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Question number one. Question number two. Ma dinuk? What was your religion? You know, was it Islam or was it partying? What was your deen? Right? Did you live a life of Islam and submission to Allah or did you just live a life of eating, drinking, sleeping and uh, partying and entertainment? And then third. Man nabiyuk? Who was your prophet? Who did you follow in this life? Right? Did you follow your desires? Or did you follow the Prophet ﷺ? Did you, you know, do sam'an wa ta'a like we said, hear and obey? Did you obey the Prophet ﷺ's teaching and follow his teachings? Because he is the, you know, he is the practical implementation of the Qur'an. And so you can't claim to be a Muslim and say, I believe in Qur'an, but Prophet and Sunnah and Sirah, that I don't need, I, know, I don't need that. No, they both complete each other. Qur'an and Sunnah, Qur'an and Sirah, both complete each other. It's impossible to understand the Qur'an without Sirah. It's impossible to understand Sirah without the Quran. So death is a reality. Are you ready for it? Right? Whether you're going for Hajj or not, are you, ask yourself this question. We don't have much time. Right? And at the same time, no one knows when you're going to die. So stop procrastinating. Stop delaying. Stop saying, I'm going to get my act together next week or next month or next year. I'm going to be better, inshallah, next time. You know, if you, if you haven't made Hajj and you're able to and you have the money, and you're healthy, I don't know what you're waiting for, right? Do it. Just do it. And uh, stop delaying, stop procrastinating. Remember death often. The Prophet ﷺ would tell us, visit the graves often because it reminds you of death. And he told us, remember death often because it destroys temptations. Because temptations is really what's going to get us into trouble, right? When shaitan gets you into temptations and addictions and desiring your, yourself uh, and your temptations, and just enslaving yourself to these desires, right? Blindly, following them blindly, like, like an animal, if not worse than that, right? Having no brake system, having no ability to say no to things. That is really where, you know, you're basically uh, getting into re real danger, right? Because uh, 
then you become a slave to yourself and you forget death. You don't want the topic of death. It disturbs you. It, you, know, you don't want to talk about this stuff. And so you know, we need to balance, right? Yes, at the same time, we have to have hope in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We're hopeful of Allah's mercy, hopeful of Allah's love and kindness and forgiveness and Jannah. All these things are there. But at the same time, the Quran balances out with Malik Yawmiddin. So on the one hand, you have you know, Ar-Rahman Ar-Rahim in Surah Al-Fatiha, but it, it's completely balanced out with Malik Yawmiddin. At the end of the day, there is accountability. You are responsible for the choices you make in this world. So I hope this was a reminder for myself and everybody out there that, you know, Hajj is a reminder of death and the day of judgment, the day of accountability. Every single one of us is going to be responsible for the choices we make in this world. Are you ready? Assalamu alaikum.